Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, guys, welcome to Always Hungry from iHeartRadio. My name is Bobby Flay, and I'm here with my daughter and co-host. I'm Sophie Flay. And on Always Hungry, Sophie and I gather around my stove to cook together. Well, you cook, I ask the questions and eat the food. If there's any food left, we come to the table together to share a meal, connect as a family, and tell the stories that matter to us. Today, we are talking about possibly your favorite subject of all time. That's correct. And it is? Gelato. I love it. It's an everyday occurrence. <laughs> this could be my favorite moment of the entire podcast history. I'm going to make a sundae with gelato, with my favorite flavor of gelato. Pistachio. See. Let me tell you my components here. I'm going to whip some cream. I have some bittersweet chocolate sauce. I have pistachios that I'm going to chop. And I have some amaranth cherries. So it's a very, oh, sort of, it's a very Italian style, almost Sicilian style sundae. I'm going to whip the cream first. By hand. You have, to have whip, you have to have whipped cream on a Sunday. You love a good Sunday. You don't? I do, but I would never order a Sunday. What? Yeah. 
I don't think you're my kid. <laughs> we are recording now. <laughs> so when you, when I put a Sunday together, I mean, I really think about it like I'm creating an appetizer. You know, you want, <clears throat> you want to make sure you have a great foundation of good ingredients, contrast of texture. In this case, we have, you know, that fruity sweetness from the cherries. We have, you know, obviously that nutty, rich flavor from the pistachio gelato and then the, the, the creaminess and the richness of the, of the whipped cream. I'm not always, I don't always feel like whipped cream is a necessity in a sundae because it kind of gets in the way of the flavor of the ice cream, but it's okay. And then, and then the <laughs> crunchiness of the, of the actual pistachios themselves. I mean, that to me is like really key. Is it safe to say if you go to a restaurant and there's an ice cream sundae on the menu, you're going to order it? It's uh, absolutely happened. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. An ice cream sundae comes from, like, a diner, right? Like, is that, is that where you're getting an ice cream sundae? Where you're getting it? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess... Like, where it originated? Yeah. Well, probably it originated, like, in fountain shops. Like, they, they don't exist anymore. Like, in New York City, there used to be fountain shops where, like, you'd go into... I mean, this is before I was a kid, so you know it's a long time ago. But, like, you know, my mom would tell, talk to me about them. She had a place called Jakey's like in Queens where she grew up, your, your grandmother. And she said like, you know, they would make milkshakes and re- egg creams and they would never actually wash the thing that they were making them in and that's why they tasted so good because it was just like the, the, <laughs> the, the ice cream was over and over just being used in the same thing. Right. And, uh, you know, they would make, do you, know, do you know what an egg cream is? Did no. you ever hear of an egg cream? Well, is it, is it in like a, like a chocolate? What, what do you think it is? An egg cream? Yeah. I feel like I, I remember it being kind of like in a chocolate mold, like wrapped in chocolate. <laughs> Am I wrong? Yeah, but the, okay. but, but you're, you're wrong, but, you, but of course you're wrong because it, it doesn't make any sense because <laughs> there's no eggs in it. Oh, what? No, a chocolate egg cream. Oh, uh, so it is in a chocolate mold. No, no. It's, a chocolate egg cream is a drink. Oh my God, I have no idea what I'm talking I, about. I know, Wait, which is what, like, what am this I talking is so about? generational. It's, for, it's three ingredients. It's, it's chocolate syrup, milk, and club soda or seltzer. That's an egg cream. Ew. It was, it's a very New York thing. Obviously, it's kind of gone, gone the way of, you know, the uh, landline telephone. But, <laughs> but it's, 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 it's um, yeah, that's a chocolate egg cream. <laughs> yeah, literally the first thing it says when you Google it is, the name egg cream is misleading. It is completely misleading. <laughs> anyway, let's get back to ice cream. So gelato and ice cream, what do you think? Are they the same thing? Um, no, I think they can have similarities, but I don't think they're the same thing. But I, I don't really know the true difference between cho- ice cream and well, gelato. Well, let me ask you, let me give you a little, little uh, questionnaire here. What oh, do you, which one do you, okay, well, think about it, because you eat a lot of gelato in your life, and you've eaten a lot of ice cream in your life. <laughs> yes, I have. Which one is richer? Gelato. Wrong. Really? Yeah, but it's misleading as well. I would have said the same thing. What makes it richer? And what makes ice cream richer? There's, there's more cream... There's more cream and butter fat in ice cream than there is in gelato. It's, 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 and there's no yolks. There's no egg yolks mm. in gelato. So it's denser. I think the key to, to great gelato and why gelato is so loved and, and, and gets that sort of rich sensibility, in like just, just as you said, right. is two things. One, it's denser. So you can chew it, which is a really important component to me when, I, when I'm eating ice cream. I want to be able to chew my ice cream. If it's too light and airy, I'm not interested in it. Mm. The other thing is that gelato is held, so like in the butterfat content because of the milk versus cream in gelato, 
like gelato is somewhere between five and nine percent butterfat. Ice cream is over ten and sometimes between fourteen and twenty five percent butterfat. Wow. Yeah. So basically, that just means I can eat so much more gelato, <laughs> and you know, there's a lot, there's a lot less air in the gelato, so it's more dense. And then in gelato shops, they hold the gelato about seven to ten degrees warmer, so that's why it's creamier. You know, like when you go to a gelato shop, it just seems like it's creamier. When you go to like an ice cream shop, it's much firmer, mm. you know? And I think that that's what gives it that sort of richy, rich, creamy sort of sensibility that people love about it. Mm. And your favorite flavor is pistachio. When it comes to gelato, yeah, when it comes to gelato, like I judge all gelaterias by their pistachio. Like in in the United oh. States, it would be vanilla or chocolate, right? But like in Italy, it's all about pistachio. And the pistachio, I want, I like the pistachios from Sicily. It's called they're called pistachios from Bronte, B R O N T E, which is you know it's 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 a Sicilian nut. What makes them different than like your run of the mill pistachio? Well, it just has a lot more richness to it and bigger flavor. Okay. They have like you know they have that. Just an intense pistachio flavor, which, like in anything, I want when I want to take when I want when I want to taste something, I want it to taste like what what I think it's tasting like. Right. You know. But then let's listen. Let's we can get off the pistachio for a second. So like the, you know the other thing is, you know in, you know the some of the, some of my other favorite gelato flavors are nocciola. You know what that is? Hazelnut. Yep. Yeah, hazelnut. that's that's one of my favorites too. And then gianduja. Do you know what that is? No. So gianduja is a common. It's it's sort of like the Nutella of gelatos. It's 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 hazelnut and chocolate. Mm, oh yes, yeah. so good. Yeah, it's really good. And then you know they, there's always sort of a deep rich chocolate one that they have. There's a place in in Rome called Oteleg, and it's an easy it's easy to remember because it's gelato spelled backwards. And the guy there <laughs> literally makes his gelato like as if a chef was going to the market and making lunch that day. Like he goes to the market, he picks the fruits and the and the ingredients that he thinks are you know sort of of, of the moment and like at, in, at peak performance, and he creates gelato out of them. And That's amazing. No, no, they're so good. And like he has like two different kinds of pistachio gelato. One has like Greek pistachios, the other one has Sicilian pistachios. So like, can you really taste the difference? Totally. Really? Yeah. And also, he makes them a little bit different. He makes one cr- a little more crunchy than the other. It's called crocante. Okay. <laughs> I will be practicing my Italian on this podcast. Yeah, whoa. I know, it's really bad. But I have to, I have to practice somewhere. Can you speak Italian with me? No. Okay. I'm so bad at, at languages. I'm barely good at English. So am I. I'm terrible. What's your, so, okay. And then, look, when it comes to ice cream, again, same thing. I need, I need density. I need to chew the ice cream. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, my favorite commercial brands are, I mean, I think haagen does. It's great. The best. <laughs> it's, well, I mean, it's really great. It's consistent. Mm-hmm. I like most of their flavors. I don't like their pistachio, actually. You know why? Because there's not enough pistachio in no, it? Yeah, there's because not real it's, it's like vanilla it? with pistachios folded into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't have that. Like, I don't like that either. Yeah, but every but but in general, I mean, Haagen-Dazs is fantastic. Amazing. Um, Do you remember that time we, we made ice cream like forever ago? 
in when in East Hampton in an ice in my ice cream machine. Yeah, yeah. You had that massive ice cream machine. It's yeah. so funny because I see so many different types of ice cream makers now that are like, <laughs> I know, I don't know, like as big as your iPhone, basically. I, 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 <laughs> and I you had this mat. It was like. It was it was similar to like when you see one of those massive like espresso machines. No, it was like the size of the dining room table, <laughs> it but it huge. made like a pint of ice cream. It, it was <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. I it got took rid of it. forever. I know. I got rid of it. It's the only time I've made ice cream, I think. Yeah, I mean making ice cream is fun. I yeah. Mean, and, it's, and it's actually pretty easy if you have the right equipment. Yeah, totally. Um, but also I, I like Ben and Jerry's. Oh, so good. Ben and fish, Jerry's great. fish fish food is like one of my signature flavors. I like the coconut Almond something, whatever oh, yeah. they call it. I'm a big coconut fan as well. And then I like I love graters. I would say my favorite flavor in American made ice cream is the black raspberry chip at graters. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, you always have a lot of that. Stuff. Well they have these sheaths sheaths <laughs> of chocolate running through all their all their ice creams. It's not just like little chips. So what they do is while they're making, so as the ice cream is being churned, at the very end, they take melted chocolate and they let the chocolate drip into the mm. ice cream. And then, the, and then the, the temperature, the cold temperature, basically sort of like freezes the chocolate Shocks immediately. It. But, yeah. it, it's, but they, they literally have, it's like streaks of chocolate. Mm. And, you know, some, it's like sometimes you get like this, basically like a chocolate bar in your, in your <laughs> ice cream pint. It's so, it's so good. <laughs> Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. 
tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What about alternative ice creams? Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because I am not, I really don't like cut things out of my diet per se, but I am a really big fan of like some vegan ice cream. I really like Van Leeuwen's, but I really like Craig's vegan ice cream. They have this Mel, I also love mint chip ice cream. Mm. And I, I usually want it to be like green, like I kind of like that grasshopper-y green mint chip, but Craig's... Craig's Vegan, their, their Melrose mint chip flavor is like, I'm obsessing over it right now. You're talking about Craig's <laughs> restaurant in, yes. in, in Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. They have their own ice cream company? Yeah. Really? But can you buy it in stores? Yeah, in pints. Really? Yes. Like where? Like in- Like, like in, Bristol Farms. Oh, really? Whole Foods, yeah. Interesting. But I, yeah, their, their Melrose mint chip flavor, I love because it tastes- it, in, and the consistency is similar in this sense too. It tastes like a peppermint patty. 
It's mm. really good. Now, I will tell you that I don't like alternative anything. I know. And, 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 act, and actually, I, I, will, I will admit that that's not really a good attitude because at some point I usually come around. You might say that you don't like alternative things, but you try everything. Like if, there, if I bring you something, I'm like, Dad, I love this vegan cheese. Or I love this vegan ice cream. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, I'm not interested. You'll try anything. I, I know, but I am, but I have, like, I have a pattern of being skeptical of new things like that, especially when it, it infringes upon something that I really like in general. Like mm-hmm. for instance, you know, the, there's, there's an incredible success story when it comes to, you know, alternative meats, mm-hmm. you know, burgers. What's the name? Impossible Foods. Impossible Foods. And then there's another one. What's the other one? <sighs> Plant-based burgers. Beyond, Beyond Meat. Okay. So, yeah, so there's Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods, Impossible Burger. And it's, listen, I mean, their success, I'm, <laughs> I'd love to have a piece of that company. <laughs> because yeah. they're, they're, they've blown up and people, totally. people have, really, have really liked it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. I mean, I, and, and, you know, I've tried to sort of get into it and mm-hmm. I just, my feeling is, and this is just my personal feeling, is that if I want to eat a burger, I'm going to eat a beef burger. Mm-hmm. And if I want to have a veggie burger, then I'm going to make a, a burger that's made out of vegetables. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just my, my approach to how I want to eat a burger. That said, in the ice cream department, there's been some. There's been a lot of alternative ice creams, which is sort of the growing market in that in that business. Totally. And I haven't really been loving anything. Um, that changed. I found a company called Wild Good, and I invested in it. Not not a lot. Not not a big investment. I just I just wanted to be part of it because I was so enthusiastic about it. And I'm, let me tell you why. First of all, the flavors are great. Mm-hmm. The density of the ice cream is really good. It's not really ice cream, but the density of the frozen dessert or whatever you want to call it, the plant-based ice cream, I guess you want to call it, has really good density. Well, that's important to you. Very important. And it's made with extra virgin olive oil from Greece. Yum. And water. That's, that's sort of the, hmm. the base. And then there's the hero ingredient. And the sugar is made out of beet sugar. It, like one pint of ice cream is like th- less than 350 calories. It's crazy. Wait, what's beet sugar? It's like extracting, because beets can be sweet, right? Mm-hmm. So they extract, they do an extraction of beets and that's what sweetens the, the ice cream. Oh, interesting. So it's not, it's not like, you know. It's not like cane sugar. No, it's not cane sugar. Got it. Yeah. That's interesting. No, no. And there's no dairy. That's hard though, because with a lot of alternatives, it's like you, sometimes you need a lot of sugar to make it taste good no matter what it is. Or, yeah, exactly. That's, that's my problem with some of these alternative milks. Right. But, but yeah, but th- th- I'm just telling you, like I was wowed by this. And, and so, yeah. And so I'm, obviously I'm rooting for them because I, I think they have a fantastic, there's, there's a guy in Greece who created this, this ice cream and he's been working on it Oh my God, you're going to be years. obsessed with Greece now. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> even about that. Again, it's the Mediterranean diet. It's like the thing right. that, I, that I've been gravitating towards for the last 20 years. And so, 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 you know, the fact that this guy was able to come up with this is insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's such a cool story and a great product. I mean, and, and you, you, can have a great, you can have a great story and if the product's not good, it, can, it, can only, it can't last. Do you have a favorite flavor yet? When can we try this? I think it launches in March. Okay. No, there's like eight, there's like eight flavors. I think there is a mint chip actually. Mm. So we know, we know what you'll be doing. <laughs> I like the pistachio one actually. What a surprise. <laughs> well, 
It is what it is. So basically, I'm just, I just have some, like, some granulated sugar and some heavy whipping cream. And I'm just whipping it by hand until you get like soft peaks. I wish they made like a perfume. The amaranth cherries? Yes. Yeah, those are the cherries that like, they're, they're fantastic for Manhattans also. Oh my God, yum. Okay. So we have the cream. We have some bittersweet chocolate sauce. I have some um, pistachios that I'm gonna chop as well. So to me, when you're making a sundae, I mean, you have, you have to think about it like actually composing a dish, right? So you wanna start with great ingredients, obviously, that you like. So I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna go all pistachio today. So this is really a pistachio, chocolate, and cherry sundae. Okay. And, you know, the maraschino cherries that you see in, the, in ice cream parlors that are like that bright red, I mean, it's just red dye. It's just right. like the version of, of the classic amaranth cherry that we bought today. That so what is this soaking quality. in? What are the cherries syrup. soaking in? It's oh, a syrup. syrup, yeah. Yeah, so good. So we have chopped pistachios, pistachio gelato, bittersweet chocolate sauce, amaranth cherries, and then we have the whipped cream. And then the reason why I'm chopping pistachios to go on top of the pistachio gelato is because I want that crunch. Right. You know, and I think like, that, as if you were like to have like peanuts on top. Or yes, exactly. It's like a very key thing. I mean, this is kind of a, a fancyish Sunday, yeah. but you know, we have the ingredients, so why not make it? You haven't, um, you haven't talked about your your real ice cream roots, which are what your first job, Baskin Robbins. Yeah, so my first my first job that I can talk about is Baskin and Robbins, and <laughs> that I can talk about. <laughs> Don't overlook that comment. And and no, Baskin, like I was like. I think 16 or seven, 16 or something like that. Maybe 17? What, yeah. And, you know, I was scooping ice cream at Baskin Robbins around the corner from my house and, you know, in New York City. And I was like in heaven. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you asked me about banana splits before. It's like, I love banana splits, but I, that's my first memories of making banana splits was at Baskin Robbins. So you would take the banana, peel it, cut it down the middle, you'd put one, you know, like, Lengthwise, you put one on each side of the of the of the boat, so to speak. Right. And then three scoops of different ice cream, whatever they wanted, and then three different kinds of sauces. So they could be chocolate, or like some butterscotch sauce, or there might be a strawberry sauce, or a pineapple sauce. And then there was like nuts. They were like you know they were like like wet walnuts or or just dried. You know I don't know peanuts. <laughs> I can't remember. God. But, and then whipped cream. You know. It was crazy, but the but the but the granddaddy of them all was called the Matterhorn. <laughs> seven scoops of ice cream, seven sauces. Get at me! Oh my god! I did it when I was a kid. I was. I remember walking in and I'm like, and they knew me in there before I was working there, and they were like, "What a surprise!" And I was like, "I'm ready." <laughs> Stop! It hit me with the Matterhorn. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like it was a challenge. And I like I went and sat on like a stoop somewhere and ate it you know, <laughs> with my friends. So stupid. <laughs> yeah, but you know, listen, that's that was my that was my sort of intro to the world of ice cream that I now live in. Yeah. Like I would it would be so fun to own like an ice cream shop. Like yeah. A, like a gelato shop with like a coffee bar. Hey, the world's your oyster. Hey, why listen, don't you open why one? don't we do that? No, seriously. <laughs> you want to start an ice cream shop? No, uh, you want you love coffee bars. Okay. Okay, I love ice cream. Why don't we? Why don't we have like? I mean, obviously that makes perfect sense. When you go to Italy, you you go to like a. They always have like gelato in like the coffee bars and stuff like that. Yeah, that's true. All right, a little parlor. Yeah. Great. What should we call it? 
Sophie's. Bo- Bobby and Sophie's. <laughs> That's original. Oh, hi. I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes about six million approximately 11 million dollars nearly 10 million dollars was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry she would probably have sex with one of her clients hide your money in your old rich men because <laughs> she is on the prowl listen to queen of the con season five the athlete whisperer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So, what's your Oh, okay, wait. Yeah. Vanilla or chocolate? You only get to choose one. Vanilla. The world, the world is separated by vanilla and chocolate. I see, yeah, I'm chocolate. Yeah, I like vanilla-based ice creams. Okay, that's not what I asked. But that's, the, but that's really what it comes down to. Like, when you say vanilla or chocolate, yes, of course it's vanilla or chocolate, but then there's like chocolate-based ice creams that have other stuff in it. And then there's, you know, like vanilla ice creams that have other stuff in it. So like, <laughs> so people, right. so that's what, that's how people gravitate. Yeah. So you go for, to the chocolate end? I'm always on the chocolate side because I, I want like the chocolate hazelnutty taste. Actually, you know what? Up until recently, it was really hard to find ice cream in Los Angeles. What? Well, let's go back before salt and straw showed up. Okay. Where else, where, where were you getting ice cream? Yeah, I guess that's a good point. I, Van Lewins has been has been around for a while, I think. Let me I, look that up. That's before. newish too. I'm telling you, it's, like five newish. Yeah. Five years ago, I had a hard time. I remember I, <clears throat> I was staying in a hotel, and I said to the concierge of the hotel, "Where can I get great ice cream in L.A.?" And the guy did not know where to send me. Oh my god! And this is a warm weather place. Yeah. Okay, but now it's it's starting to change. Now you can go to Italy and get some gelato by the scoop or by the salt and straw. You can go to Salt and Straw, McConnell's, McConnell's. What's the place in Brentwood? Rose Creamery. Oh yes, yeah that that's good as well. Rose Sweet Rose is so good. Yes, yeah that's good homemade. That's really good homemade ice cream too. You know what's funny is that I would never like be this person, but I when I go to Salt and Straw, I love the lavender honey ice cream flavor. I love it. I can't explain it, but I love it. Let's talk about this. So there's been a little bit of a wave in the last few years, like Salt and Straw, Jenny's Ice Cream, Mm -hmm. where the the flavors are, I would call them, you know, sort of creative to esoteric. You know, they're not what you expect. Right. And they use a lot of savory ingredients as well that, again, you wouldn't expect in sort of a sweet dessert or, or or an ice cream. How do you feel about those? You know, it, it's exciting to me because I think when you think about ice cream, there's, you know, your 
very simple, basic, everyday flavors that are always going to be the same. Like if you go to Haagen-Dazs, you know exactly what flavors they're going to have. Maybe they feature some one new one, but it's going to be your very basic run-of-the-mill flavors, which is great because that's homey. That's usually what you want. But what's exciting about Salt and Straw is they change their flavors constantly. So there's always something new to try. They always flip their menu, they announce it, and you're like, oh, well, I want to go try these flavors because even if it's not your favorite flavor, they still all taste good. So I'm into it. Do you remember, you and I have been to Rome together twice, right? We went for Christmas about four years ago. Oh, right, yeah. And I took you when you were like, I don't know, 13 or something. Yeah. I think all we did was go to gelato shops. We were there for three days and we went to nine, we had had gelato nine different times. (laughs) I counted it because I was like, I was like, this is ridiculous. I mean, (laughs) when in Rome, go to gelato shops. Oh, like see, like salt and straw right now has this bourbon caramelized honeycomb flavor. I mean, that's, okay, but to me that, that's, that's like, that makes perfect sense for an ice cream. Find find one that's a little bit more. Banana avocado sorbet. Okay. That's not even that, that crazy, but you're. I know what you're talking about. You're talking like about the ones with like the blue cheese sort of thing or like ro- like rosemary, like, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, rosemary is a very strong ingredient. Right. Period. And then when you put it with, with, with desserts, uh, you know, I'm not sure about it. I like classic things. I, I, people talk to me about this all the time. You know, they say like, oh, that's so like ordinary or pedestrian. Like when, when they hear like... Oh, oh, there's a caprese salad on the menu, you know, which is mozzarella, tomato, and basil, right? And delicious. It's, it's classic for a reason. Right. I mean, because it works. Right. You know, bacon, egg, and cheese. Everything is in threes. <laughs> bacon, <laughs> bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> you know, the, that, that, that sandwich works. We, we know that the, we the, the sandwich can works. confirm that. I know, it's funny. I, oh, people, people, like your fans always come up to you and people that just like idolize you and they're like, Bobby, Bobby, what's your favorite dish? And they, you know that they've been like waiting to ask you this question and it's so sweet. And you're like, ice cream. And they're like, oh. Yeah, what's your favorite <laughs> thing to eat? It's like, yeah. They're like so disappointed. They want something like cooler or complex. And you're like, oh, I, oh ice cream. It's just ice cream. So we have some pistachio gelato. Okay. Then, and also, like, Sophie, it's all, like, how you do it, you know? So I'm going to put the chocolate sauce over the gelato. Okay. Just to kind of glaze it. Just, like, a little bit on each scoop. You were heating up the chocolate sauce. I, yeah, well, because the chocolate sauce is, like, in, in the jar, it's really firm. Mm-hmm. So I just heat it up in, like, um, most people will heat it up in a microwave at home, which works really nicely. Take the top off and microwave it. But I just put it in a saucepan with water covered so that it just kind of heats through. Okay, and then stop eating my pistachios. They're so good. Okay, then some pistachios on top. Look how pretty this is. Very pretty. And then some whipped cream. A few dollops of whipped cream. Homemade whipped cream. Homemade whipped cream. And then a couple of those cherries on top. And the syrup, the cherry syrup is also really good. It kind of, cherries, cherries and pistachio go really nicely together. Yeah. Here, take a picture of this. And then a little more pistachio. So this isn't like a giant sundae, but it's a well-composed sundae. It's got three or four ingredients. It's not crazy amounts of ice cream. No. Yum. All right. Let's eat. Let's go. But you know know what else is really really great? I mean, milkshakes. The, The milkshakes we make at Bobby's Burgers is like- They're stupid good. It's 11 ounces of ice cream. 
the hero ingredient, whatever it is, like chocolate pistachio, whatever it is, and then like literally like a couple ounces of milk to thin it out and mm. then blend it. That's it. So good. So basically, you're just getting blended ice cream. It's so delicious. What was your favorite flavor? What's my favorite flavor? Yeah. What do you mean? Like, what's your favorite milkshake flavor at BBP? Uh, the pistachio. Oh, okay. Oh, listen, you've got a, you've got a lot of flavors. Well, the the most popular is vanilla, then chocolate. Cookies and cream is very, very oh, popular. I love cookies and cream. And then the one, and then black and white. Oh, the black and white is great Which too. Which is what I, your, your grandfather and I would always, he would always take me for a black and white milkshake. That's what we would do. We, like when I, was, when I was really small, we would watch sports on TV and he'd get like, we'd get hero sandwiches and he'd get a black and white milkshake for us. <laughs> that was like... That was, like a, that was like our day watching, you know, baseball or something. Your treat. Yeah. Yeah, your black and white milkshake is really good. I mean, it's vanilla ice cream with chocolate syrup in it. Yeah. Oh, cookies and cream. Yeah, we didn't even really talk about cookies and cream. I love cookies and cream. Cookies and cream is a, an amazing... Who came out with that ingredient? I, I kind of feel like there used to be a company, I don't even think it exists anymore, called Sedudos. Do you know that place? No. I think they were the first people to come out with, the, with cookies and cream. It's like, you know, chocolate, it was Oreos and vanilla ice cream just blended up together. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know if that, I don't know if that is accurate in terms of like who started it, but that's what I remember. Who knows? I, you know, nothing's original. <laughs> everybody borrows and steals from everybody else. It's well, okay. It's the way the world works. It's called influencing. <laughs> well, okay. No, it is. I mean, that's, it's like, it's like, it's at some point, like, where does it all, where does it all begin? You know, it's like when... When people get accused of stealing other people's ideas and food, it's like, what are you talking about? Like, how far do you want to go back, you know? Right. It's like, oh, that roasted chicken, you stole my idea about the roasted chicken. Okay. So you used lemons, I used lemons. Wait, who invented the chicken? Like, who invented the roasted chicken? Let's go back there and find that person. And it's like, it's like that's what's great about my business, which is that, it's so incredible, like for 99.9% of the time, everybody's so generous with their knowledge and their information. We pass it back and forth to each other because who cares? I mean, it's just like, we're right. just cooking. You know what I mean? We're right. making food. And so like, and we're all inspired by everybody else. That's, that's what happens. You know, I, I, I go someplace, I go to a restaurant and I, and I see something I love. I'm not gonna just pick it up and put it on a plate in my own restaurant, but I'm going to be inspired by something that I saw. Right. And it's going to, it's going to get my sort of creative juices going. Totally. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to make you a sundae. What do you want? Mm. Vegan ice cream? No, I want a banana split. All right. Coming up? Right now. <laughs> Always Hungry is created by Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay. Our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Always Hungry is produced, edited, and mixed by Jonathan Haas-Dressler. Always Hungry is engineered by Sophie Flay. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. 
Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Season 9 of Next Question with me, Katie Couric. I've got some big news to share with you in our season premiere featuring the one and only Chris Jenner. Oh my gosh, congratulations. That is very, very exciting. And that's just the beginning. We'll also be joined by podcast hosts Jay Shetty, Hillary Clinton, Renee Fleming, Liz Cheney, and many more. So come on in, take a break from the incessant negativity for a weekly dose of fascinating conversations. Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.